Hello, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham. We're on an unbeaten run of one. Uh, I haven't had anything positive to say in the last few streams, so I'm starting on a positive note. Unbeaten in one game. Doesn't matter who it was against, but I'm sure we'll talk about that a bit later on. Uh, got Bob and Tommy joining us a bit later on, but uh, at the moment, two brilliant guests. Eugene, how are you doing? Uh, doing well, doing well. Yeah, we won 5 1 last night. Yeah, yeah. Harry Kane got his <laughs> trick. <laughs> uh, and, but, hey, Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. Big, Big up, up Wayne. Wayne. Uh, always on these streams. Uh, and Brian, how are you doing? <coughs> looking forward to Sunday now? I, I, I've been looking forward to Sunday for multiple reasons. And uh, unfortunately, every time I, I've been here at the moment, the 90 minutes of football is the thing that lets me down. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that can change at Villa because I just have to I have to see a score a goal at the mm. new stadium before I go home. We just have to. Yeah. You will get, uh, get it. Yeah. Yeah. Eugene's got a channel with Spurs Eurasian TV. Uh, Brian Tottenham on tour. Tommy and uh, uh, Bob do as well. They'll all be on the description below. Uh in a bit of a rush today so i've got a meeting <laughs> work meeting so uh if, if you want to know where the channel channels are if you scroll to the end of the video that's where they'll be describing it but there are links on the description um and yeah as i say bob and tommy will be here shortly uh so first off Mura, we won that game 5-1 i mean the score line looks uh a lot more handsome than it actually was uh Two one, two nil at half time. Get to two one, and then have to bring on the big hitters to save us. But uh, Eugene, uh, thoughts on the game as a whole? Uh, do you think that will stand us in good stead for Villa and force Nuno, uh, not force Nuno, convince Nuno to let us attack, or do you think it is just against Slovenians' uh, fifth best team, so we should be winning that game, and there's not much to read into it. Huh. To tell the truth, uh, the game showed this that we totally don't have depth, right? Uh, we were quite commanding in the first half, right? Scoring two nice, I mean, two quick goals in succession. Ali got his goal. Uh, then in the 10 minutes of the second half, we started to crumble and Nuno noticed it. So what he did, he has to bring on the big boys, right? The big guns have to come on, right? So that's it. Uh, it could be some kind of like a practice. Uh... Yep, Danny. Danny. Yeah. <laughs> we got Danny. Uh, met him at the ground no, for the Chelsea I'm game. I'm trying to quietly so you carry on talking. Yeah. I apologise. Yeah, nah, we got Danny. Yeah, but you know, Kane came on, got his hat trick in 20 minutes or so. So, uh, good run out for the boys. Maybe just to give them some. You know, even Hoybier came on, so I was quite surprised. Mm. But uh, performance from Skippy was good. I like what Skip did. But to tell you the truth, uh, Ali losing the ball so many times, it was really frustrating. Even against, a, come on, a Slovenian team from the fifth yeah, in I mean, fifth place. I, I don't know what to say anymore. So, uh, but <laughs> uh, most important thing now actually is to look forward to the Villa game, right? And like I said always during my streams, positive energy, right, throughout the uh, team and the manager and all that. And let's see what Nuno do. That's during that game. So. Uh, the most important thing now is that we sit down and we'll wait for all the information coming out from the club and from Nuno about the injuries and who's available and all that. Then we'll make a decision what kind of team he puts out first, right? whether it's an attacking team. Uh, but somehow or another, I don't know, like we've been talking in the background, uh, somehow or another it's like uh, we don't know how to attack anymore. right? We just know how to keep the ball in midfield. That's all. That's all. 
Yeah, I mean, what I liked, uh, uh, Brian, from what I saw, I, I didn't watch the game because I was out, but I saw the highlights. Every team, someone in the midfield, I'm, I'm particularly talking about uh, La Celso, had the ball. They were facing forward and always looking forward. His pass for Kane's um, yeah. uh, third goal, superb. That's what we need, that creativity. But obviously, it's against Moura. And I, I said on Tommy's stream yesterday, if uh, we attack... Kane will make those runs and you'll see a different Kane. I mean, I was talking about the Premier League, not Murva, but I mean, it stands us in good stead, right? That you've seen what happens if, if you do attack and do have attacking players on there and allow Kane to make those runs. Same with Son as well for uh, Kane's second one on the yep. shoulder of the defender. But it is Murva, uh, you know, team that we should be beating with all due respect. And Villa is going to be a lot, lot tougher test. They've just come off the back of a clean sheet and a win at Old Trafford. Um but do you see positives going into the Villa game because of that? Um, it was important to get that win, but or do you think it, it is Murva and then it'll be back to back to form in the Premier League? How, how do you read? Um, unfortunately, Chris, I, I read it like the latter. It's only Murva. It's only Murva. And it's very easy to highlight the good players that turned up. Like Luke, like you said, I think Giovanni Lo Celso had a good game, which would be confidence boosting. I want him to start against... Uh, Villa instead of Ndombele, so Ndombele can come on later and be a spark and uh, whatever. Um, I think he's warranted, but it's very, very easy to uh, highlight. It's like, if Kane, Son and Mora hadn't have done what they had done when they came on, I'd have been even more extremely worried. Um, <laughs> but the thing you've got to look at is you've got to look at the people that didn't perform. This is because you're, you're talking about Mora, and this is a, such a poor team. Mm. Denny Alley should have been able to win this game single-handedly. He should have been able to control this game Yes, he scored a penalty, which I, he didn't even touch the ball. It was, it was, he even tried to be clever with a flick for the goal. He has to, rather than just putting his laces for a goal, or let me just try and flick it and do a loop over the keep. <clears throat> I, I, I'm, I'm sick of him. And again, he was captain. It was his 50th cap, or 50th cap, 50th European uh, appearance Game. for us. And he did absolutely nothing. Nothing apart from the penalty. Matt Doherty... All right, he had a shit game, but when are people going to start learning? We can't judge him at a right back. He's a right wing back. He's bought as a right wing back, but he, he's just simply not good enough. Um, and these people, I, I, I don't see how Delhi starts. Even take put the Celso in for Delhi. Even put the Celso mm. in for Delhi because he offers absolutely nothing apart from you know where he is because of his hair. Um, and wherever the, ball, <laughs> wherever the ball is, he'll be somewhere else doing something. And it's it's unacceptable anymore. I mean, I don't know how many people go, I'm going to give him till Christmas. I've given, I've given him three years. And he's, this engine is uh, the terminology we're using now. Or he's run out of steam. He's run out of, actually, he's like the country. He's running out of petrol. Um, he, 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 he offers nothing. But I, I, I did like, and all right, they didn't get tested much, but I did like the combination of, uh, of Romero and Rodham. I did like that combination. I have to say, and... And as people have said, I, I, I'm a big Rodon fan. I don't understand why I was taken out of the squad by Mason because in the last few weeks of Jose, he was our best defender. So hopefully this combination will uh, will carry on. It's, it's not going to, though, is it? It's going to be back to Sanchez and Dyer, you'd have thought, against Villa. I really pray to God not. I, I, don't, I don't think, like, I, w I was saying start them against uh, Arsenal. I stand by that because they played three games together, three clean sheets, three wins. And I said, when, when you're a defender or when you're in the player, if you make a mistake and there's someone waiting there, your your place is lost. And then it's your job to play better to try and take an advantage of an injury or a suspension. Or So for me, 
Romero has to has to start, has to point blank. And then I was thinking during the game, if if, if he's playing R- Romero and Rodon, surely he must think right. What is my right defensive partnership? Because Romero is obviously going to be once he's settled, the number one first choice defender, regardless, uh, and rightly so. And he's got to start getting the right combination. So hopefully, that was a sign of it today. Uh, yesterday, mm-hmm. sorry. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, w- w- welcome to everyone in the chat. Uh, Wayne, always in the chats. How you doing? Uh, Danny Kiriaku as well. Want to do your jingle, Brian? Danny Kiriaku, everybody. <laughs> do, do, do. Danny Kiriaku. Uh, mate, it has yeah. to be, if you ever want to smile on your face, whether you know <laughs> Danny or you have the privilege of knowing him like we do, and Danny is one of the most lovable guys mm. in the entire world, if ever you're in a bad mood, just sing that song because it will always put a smile <laughs> on your face. Always. Yeah, 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 yeah. Met met Danny at the ground. A lovely guy, really nice guy. Um, but yeah, as I said, we, we've got a win. So make sure you hit those likes and subscribe. Uh, hit the notification bell. You'll get a notification when it, it goes live on Fridays and Mondays. A uh, bit of love for you back, uh, Brian. Uh, love you, Brian. <laughs> Danny, uh, got Tommy on. Uh, hi, Tommy. Hi. How you doing? Hi, Tommy. Do you know what I've been doing for the last five minutes? Having a hey, shave? Do you know what you used on my stream? Oh, do you know what you used on my stream yesterday? I've been trying to log into that. I've been trying to log into my own stream. <laughs> I've just seen it says ended. I'm like, I'm in the group private chat. Bring me on, bring me on. And I was like, fucking, I saw it in the top left. It said ended an hour and 30. I'm like, bloody <laughs> hell. Yeah. Great, great to be here, Chris. Thanks for no problem. Always welcome. We've just been talking about the Murva game. How, how did you see that? Did you see it's a you know great result, or it is against Murva, so there's not too much to read into it. Just bring Bob on as well. Hi, Bob. How are you doing? It is a great result. Do, do, Wait, were you do, two, do, were you two do, together? Do, I'm no, no, stop bringing the smile to my face. Sorry. <laughs> Try it. <laughs> how did you sort yourself out? Can you um, see that on my t-shirt on my shirt? going a bit yeah yeah well, a like bit of magic eye yeah. isn't it <laughs> um, but yeah tommy what, what did you think of the game yesterday do you think it's uh anything to be excited about with kane hat trick or anything like that or do you think it is uh which mover we should be beating them anyway and then unfortunately like brian uh, uh fears it'll be back to premier league business against villa well, the score's fantastic. The score's great. 5-1. If you tell me, you know, 5-1 before the, before the game started, you know, you would have taken it. You can only beat what's in front of you, can't you? Um, yeah. But the performance, uh, the performance wasn't there for me in the first half. I, I couldn't, we didn't string four passes together in the opposition half. We couldn't string three or four passes together. I've never seen a goal, the first goal obviously coming for the penalty, where every pass was, was a poor pass. It didn't go to our player. Uh, and, and we still got into their last bird and scored a goal. If you look at it, like Gil's touch was terrible. His pass didn't make it to Ali, uh, and then and then Ali going down when the when the keeper took him out. It was never getting to that. And the keeper just lost his head. No. So yeah, it was a terrible first goal. And to be honest with you, 20, 30 minutes, everyone's saying, "Yeah, we were fantastic. We we're on the front foot." I suppose we were, but yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't great. And then two one, two one. I fell asleep for twenty minutes. It was two one. I was like, "Do you know what? Brian's going to be right here." Brian's going to be right. You, you predicted 2-2. Two, two. I was like, no, 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 no. Um, but look, Harry Kane came on. He saved us. He, you know, if, if he's got a chance, if you give him the time in the box, he, he'll, he'll put it away. He'll put it away every yeah. time. Yeah. Well, I said on your stream yesterday, if, if you start attacking more, you'll see Kane in a different 
way of playing. He'll make runs. He'll look interested. That's exactly what happened. I, I, I've been critical of myself so quite a bit, but he, he was really good. That that pass for the fifth goal. There's no nothing in his mind other than where's Kane, and then he made a run. But Bob, I mean. He's got his hat trick there. He's had a bad start to the season. Do you see this as a kind of springboard and this is now Kane started and then he'll go on a run? Or do you think that completely depends on if Nuno switches back to defensive? Or do you think it's Murva, so calm down? Yeah, it just shows where we are at the moment that we're having to uh, gauge performances and, and, and put a measuring stick alongside players' performances against a team who can't spell Lucas Mora properly. Um, <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it's, it's, it, I mean, the, the performance, I know we were tuning it up, but the first half performance was shit, man. We couldn't even pass the ball properly. We were giving mm. it away so many times. It, it was, it was, it was embarrassing to see at times. And I'm probably going OTT, but, you know, 2 nil flattered. I mean, yeah, we, of course we were going to have the better shots and more shots and, and more chances and, and more possession. But the fact we couldn't even do anything with that possession, apart from, you know, a, a great skillful was a, a skillful move from uh, La Celso, which was his own doing. There wasn't intricate play involving that. Um, and uh, a penalty from Ali, I thought, I thought it was, it was embarrassing. And, and the fact that, you know, he, he, he Luna had to bring on three uh, subs in the second half, uh, i.e. Uh, one of them being Kane, just says everything about a lack of depth. It was our two biggest hitters, wasn't it? Son and Kane. Just, just makes no sense. It's yeah. just so unfair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so um, yeah. Uh, it's it's it, it it was just a, a glorified training exercise last night, and there's no way we should take anything, anything away from that game. Anything. Yeah, I mean. Uh... Eugene, uh, Nuno's been under pressure, obviously. I mean, if he'd have lost that game, he could have been, he might not have even made it home before the call came in that he was fired. Uh, <coughs> I, I saw something on Twitter yesterday, I can't remember who it was, but uh, asking, uh, does does today's game mean, you know, Murva have any effect on what happens to Villa with Nuno? I don't think it does. I think he was expected to win yesterday anyway. If he didn't, then it would have been catastrophic. If he did win, it's what you expect. But what... If we do lose to Villa, that's four on the bounce. And if we lose in the manner that we've been losing the three London derbies, what do you think happens to Nuno? Do you think he will have time there? Or do you think it's patience will run through uh, with Levy? I mean, he, he's he's fairly trigger happy at the best of times with firing managers. So it wouldn't surprise you if he sacked him after six, seven games. But what do you think happens to Nuno if we do lose to Villa? And, and similarly, what happens if we win? Do you think that... Gives him a lot more stock, or do you think it's then Man United is going to be the same question? Yeah. Uh, for Nuno now, is that like uh, all of us know, right? Uh, look at the bigger picture. He was brought in to, you know, uh, manage a bunch of whatever you want to say, you know, all the curse words <laughs> and whatever comes out, right? But uh, what I want to see is that whether Nuno can bring back the fight to the players, right? Inspire them, right? To make them show that they have some grit, show some heart. So show some soul, right? To go for even if you lose, if you show that, right, you're willing to fight for it, chase after the ball, chase after every ball, right? Which is like yesterday, right? You guys could see like we couldn't put two passes or three passes together against a, a team from Slovenia. But of course, not to say in the first half we were playing right more or less uh, seven players uh, who are not actually on the first team and all that. But uh, 
uh, it still doesn't justify it. But uh, if we do lose, <coughs> then of course, I think the axe is already on his neck. Whether it's going to be pressed down or not, uh, it depends, right? Uh, the fan base will go crazy, right? They'll be calling out for his neck. But uh, like I said, uh, some of us will still say give him some time and some of us will say who is going to come in to take over from mm -hmm. Nuno's position, right? Uh, whether he's going to resign on his own accord and not get any compensation or, you know, like nowadays managers are just waiting to be sacked because once you get sacked, right, you get paid. So <laughs> uh, it doesn't, I know, maybe nowadays, I guess, maybe in contracts for managers, they should put in a clause, right? If you don't win a certain games in a certain time or you get bad results over a certain period, right, you, you are terminated without any compensation. But mm. uh, nobody's going to sign that, of course, <laughs> right? All right. But uh, like I said, uh, in the long run, uh, the problem is not Nuno. We all know that, right? Uh, so, to me, it doesn't matter whether he gets sacked or not, right? It doesn't matter, right? Because the next manager who comes in, he's going to be dumped with a bag of shit again. So, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. But, of course, to tell the truth, I want to see Nuno being brave. I don't understand why is he still sticking to the four three three, right? When we've been, yeah, that, that, oh, that's exactly what Ryan McFarlane has said. He'll, he'll be sacked yeah. if he plays four three three. But you, you want to see him with three at the back or four at the back, but a, a different formation in midfield and up top. Yeah. So I, I no. To tell the truth, uh, like I said before, <clears throat> Villa game positive to the players, positive to Nuno again, right? And let's hope he doesn't let us down this time. Let's hope yeah, how, I mean, what do you think, Brian? Because the, the Arsenal game, there were two big issues for me, certainly in that first half. Firstly, there was no closing down. And if you as a Spurs player can't close down against Arsenal, there's not really any hope for you closing down against anyone else. Yeah. Uh, and secondly, we were so open, which I just thought at the time was uh, half, you know, tactics and half the players couldn't be bothered. I then watched uh, Jamie Carragher on before Monday Night Football. Couldn't believe what I was seeing with our three midfield players, Delhi up top with Kane. Ndombele on the left wing and Hoiberg on the left at left back. So it, it was Nuno's tactics as well. And like Ryan says there, he'll get sacked if he plays 4-3-3. Do you think he's got to almost throw out the rule, not the rule book, but his tactical rule book that he's been employing and go back to what made him successful at Wolves to get any chance of uh, keeping his job here? Or do you think he's setting his ways with 4-3-3 and he'll keep trying to play that way and then just try and hope the players respond? So what's annoying me about this? Um, have we all seen the, the 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 Mike Bassett England manager movie? You know when he goes, England will play four, <laughs> four fucking two. Yeah. Well, this is this is reminding me of Nuno. He's so I don't get it. He is so fixated with playing this formation, even though his best formation was a three-five-two for Wolves. You've got the best centre forward in the world who has played as a number one. Yet you play him in a three. I don't understand why he's trying to force this formation. Into, I don't know if it's coming from above. I don't know if it's coming from Paratici. I don't know if it's coming from the, pa the Parasite himself. But this formation does not suit Harry Kane. When we played Manchester City, we had the Bergwijn Mora Sun. It does work because there's pace, there's flexibility, there's transition. You don't get that with Harry Kane. You don't get it. And I take... I, I take that on board because that's not what he's there to offer us. He's there to be the most lethal finisher in world football at a one to be supplied with ammunition to put away. And that's why we've won so many games with him as a one, because he can do it. 
He can't do it in the three. I have been one of his heavy critics this this whole summer and the start of the season because of his performance. But he has been shocking. But he's a player that deserves... When you're the best in the world... I mean, Bob goes on about Deli Alley playing in his right position, which I do agree with, but I've just run out of patience with him, completely, totally, utterly in his attitude. But he isn't the best in the world in this position. Harry Kane is the best in the world in his position, so you have to do it. You have to, especially if you're under Kosh. And this Villa game, it terrifies me. It terrifies me, because I think he's going to do 4-3-3 again, because he won't listen. Um, and with the international break coming up, if we get a bad result, as I said, the media will have a field day. The media, he's got no time to correct it. Oh, yes, but obviously it's two weeks later when there's more petrol on the fire and injuries and who knows what's going on with who going where in this international break. So, for me, I don't care if he plays a 2-2-2-2-3 two, 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 or whatever it makes up to 11. <laughs> Change the goddamn formation and try something. But if you're going to play a front three, don't start Kane. I'd rather Scarlett. Mm. I'm not sure that will happen. I think if Kane's fit, he... he um... Starts, I'm, sure but, uh, we, I'm sure we start with Kane and we play a three because Nuno won't listen to me. And, or, or, I don't blame him either. Uh, but it's just like you, you keep playing the same formation and it's not working and you're getting criticised, not just from us, the fans, by the entire country of the way you're playing football and you're still not changing it. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous. And I'll be back in two seconds. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, uh, Tommy... Uh, uh, what do you think? Because uh, my hope was that after more of a essay, certainly that second half, and I know it's only more of a, but I'm sick and tired of doing these streams where I have to be negative because we've had a battering. So it's more of a fine, but we've got, we've had a win and a nice win, something to cheer about. But to me, certainly in that second half, when that, those three big hitters came on, it was free-flowing stuff. Could be that Mourinho were tired and everything like that. But that's what happens if you go forward. There were people running into the box. There were people looking forward. We look so much more dangerous. Whereas against Arsenal in that first half, Chelsea second half, Palace all game, didn't look like we were going to create a chance at all. So do you think that will play any effect into Nuno's head that if we attack, we'll score goals? Or do you think he'll still stick to his 4-3-3, stick to his defensive principles and try and nick something like he's been doing and we haven't been successful with that recently how do you think it will play out in his thinking for the villa game uh, i personally i don't think it will change anything i don't think it will change anything the quality of opposition uh he's well aware nuno it was it, it was weak and haven't seen it i haven't seen the team for themselves how they perform that i mean they're on par with marine for me they're, they're not much better than marine <laughs> honestly they were they were awful in that first half i haven't seen a team that bad for a very very long time I mean, we were we were equally we didn't take advantage of it in the first half. I mean, Chris, you're talking about the second half. We had to wait to the second half to get the big boys on. <laughs> so, in a way, it would have been nice if we just won two one or three one. Then maybe Nuno would change it. Then maybe Nuno would change it because he'd be like, look, okay, look, we only won two one, three one. You know, we're really struggling. Let's change things. Let's put Ndombele in the hole or go three at the back. But the fact that we won five one, it looks a lot better than it was. Let's face it. He will. <laughs> He will he will stick with he will stick with what he knows and he'll go with a four three three no doubt. Um, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't suit our squad in any way shape or form. As I said, look, Kane's goals they were completely natural natural finishes. Mm. He didn't even look at the goal. 
Two of the goals, he did not even look at the goal. He's the most natural striker as well. Not just the best, one of the most natural. If he gets the ball in that position, he'll put it in the back of the net. But if he don't have a number 10, he's going to struggle to get the ball in that position. He yeah. really is. He can get it against Mura. Anybody can get it against Mura. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, us, you know, us five, we can score a hat-trick against Mura if, if you get the ball in the box. But yeah, pushing it, pushing it. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't see the I don't see the strategy changing. I hope so. I hope so because everybody's crying out for it. Getting Dombele in the hole, or even Lacelso, because Lacelso was good. Lacelso was good. He's a natural number ten. Deli Ali's a natural number ten. Uh, we need somebody to fill that number ten. I personally want to play three at the back. If not, we certainly we have to put someone in the hole. Um, and Lacelso is not a right winger. We tried him there. He's just not a right winger. No. We have to play him there because we've got no depth. We keep going back to depth. You know, we sold we sold uh, Bale. Well, we got rid of Bale. We sold Lamella. Uh, we've still got Lucas, but he's our only right winger. He's our only recognised right winger. And he was our best number 10 last season. So <laughs> it's, the, the depth of the squad is completely unbalanced. It's completely unbalanced. We're forced to put Lacelso on the right. I mean, it looks like his best position is at number 10. So uh, I think we, we certainly have to change things. Do I think we'll change things? Probably not. And, and one more thing. If we lose to Villa, I still think he's going to be there. I still think he's going to be there. Unless really? it's humiliating. Unless it's humiliating and we lose by two goals, say 2 nil or 3-1, something like that, I think then he's probably, because it's the international break, he's probably in for the chop. He's going to, it's going to be a struggle. But if we lose like 1-0 or 2-1, I, I think he'll stay. I think he'll stay, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, Rich Sports has come on saying, uh, hi, Rich, uh, looking like a poor choice for manager at the moment, which it was never kind of a Spurs managerial appointment, just offensive after everything that was said, uh, you know, with uh, Levy and his uh, message to fans. But Bob, I mean... What what do you think? First off, if, if if we lose, do you think he keeps his job? Personally, I don't think he does. It's an international break. I think he's gone. And secondly, do you think he'll focus on the defensive attack against Villa? Obviously, we conceded three goals, uh, only scored one goal in those three games. Do you think he'll focus on the defence to try and keep everybody out, or do you think he'll focus on attack and try and score more than the opposition? I mean, the the latter is a uh, completely different uh, kind of his principle. So I'd unfortunately favour the side of defence. But yeah, what do you think of that? Um, will Nuno stay and will he focus on defence or attack against Villa? I think we all know he's going to go 4 3 3. We all know. We know <laughs> Sanchez and Dyer's coming back in. Um, we know Emerson or um, Tanganga. Sorry. Uh, yeah, Dyer and Sanchez coming back in. Tanganga or Emerson out wide. And he'll play the uh, the usual skip Hoy uh, skip Hoy Bier, either and Dembele or Ali, and then uh, Sonny Lucas and, and Kane up front. You know, if, if all of them had the mentality and had their head screwed on, um, they'd uh, they'd do well. The only change I can probably see is Ali out and Lacelso in. But again, I'm not judging Lacelso by what a great game he had against uh, the team last night after. Three quality players came on. With regards to Nuno, I don't know what we're expecting. I don't know what, what, what we're expecting. He's a mediocre manager who's come from a mid-table team playing pragmatic football. I don't understand what more the fans want. Um, he reflects what the board. Uh, he reflects the board at the moment. The the unambitious board mindset is is reflecting on the pitch right now. Um, it reflects on the manager we've got right now. The um, everything, the cloud that's over the club right now is over the players right now, and and it, and it is, and it is, and a lot of people are saying, you know, 
all these same players let Poch down and Jose down, other little Nuno down. My question is, what the fuck they're still doing there? So, um, <laughs> yeah, that's got to be a question. If, if they're constantly letting managers down, who's there saying, right, I've had enough of you, get the fuck out? What are they, what are they, what are they yeah. still doing there? If Nuno goes, does um, does uh, Parashi go as well? The Don Paratishi who failed to get in a fucking backup striker. Or, or look at the defence and think, now we'll all need some uh, players. Or, or look at the left wing, the right wing, and think, you know, you know, we'll need something up there, rather than buying for the future for a manager who's only going to be there for two years. Um, you know, so people out there who were sh- screaming and crying about, no, we don't need another striker, and argued with me about over a Vinicius, whereas I was quite clearly saying, we've not re- replaced a Vinicius. Fuck that, I'd take Vinicius back now. I'd take him back right now. <laughs> I would. Because Scarlett, bless him, is not ready. And I've been saying that. He's not ready. We should not be relying on a 19-year-old, 17, 18-year-old youngster to be our backup fucking striker. We shouldn't. Rooney. Oh, yeah, Rooney. A fucking Rooney was a one-off. Owen. Owen. There's nothing against you, Brian. Owen. Owen. (laughs) One-off. We've not seen enough of Scarlett to, to be in that class. And for him to be the backup, not to any striker, but one of the best strikers in the fucking world, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's reflective of everything that's wrong with the club right now, but it's a bigger picture. Bigger picture. It's not just about talent, is it? It's not just about talent. It's about bringing it to the big stage. Everybody's got the talent. Marcus Edwards had the talent. We've had so many players that have got the talent. Bringing it to the world stage in front of a massive uh, fan base and a stadium, that's what it is. And that's... You can't replicate that have the in under 23. You can't replicate that in under 23. No, no, he, he might have the talent, Tommy. That's not an issue. I, I'm not. I'm not saying t- Scarlett isn't good enough. I'm just saying we shouldn't be reliant on him. Harry Kane, one of, of the best not. strikers in the world, gets injured. We've got a 17, 18 year old to come in. That's the bare facts. Exactly. The pressure should not be on him to be the backup striker for a club like Tottenham Hotspur Football Club and a backup. To Harry Kane, with all due respect, Everton are a much smaller club. Back then, if Scarlett's good enough, if Scarlett's good enough, the backup exactly. striker we bring in, he can overtake the backup striker. Exactly. If he's good enough, exactly. he can overtake the backup striker. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's all levy though, isn't it? But uh, let me get through to some comments. Uh, <laughs> Best way to put it, oh, it's all levy. Richard <laughs> uh, yeah. poor choice with a poor squad. Uh, replying to Rich Sports there. Uh, Wayne Bonner, uh, I have to agree with Wayne here. If we lose to Villa, I can see Nuno getting the boot. As it will tarnish the image Levy wants people to have of him. Uh, we mentioned this on your channel yesterday, um, Tommy. I, I can see it that you know he, he he's he's put that wording in that we're going back to the DNA, the attacking football. Got a director of football in who, if uh, reports are to be believed, that uh, wanted uh, negative football, defensive football. Get rid of. Uh, um, Nuno, and then he can blame Paratici as well. And then we have to have Levy back because he's the one who knows the club. Um, I hope that's not the case. Uh, Simon from Premier Hotspur TV. How are you doing, Simon? Uh, afternoon and your great panel. Absolutely great panel there. Uh, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Uh, the win last night, papers over the cracks at this club. My boy is under 11 side, can beat that lot. That would be a good game. I'd watch that. Uh, Villa will prove <laughs> a tough test and can't see us winning. Uh, and he reckons, Tommy, uh, any loss against Villa, and he reckons he's gone. Uh, I have to agree with that, to be honest. Especially with, a, like Brian said, with a, a two weeks until the next game, it'd be different if the next game was a, a Wednesday or Thursday or the weekend. 
because he can put it right fairly quickly. But um, oh, if if he does lose to Villa, Tommy, and and doesn't get sacked, do you think Man United is the last chance, or do you think it'll be carrying on? It'll be like a wheel that goes on every game is his last chance. Most most human beings, most owners would sack him if we lost against Villa. Mm. But Levy is not most human beings. Let's face <laughs> it. He, he's got such an ego that he'll want to be proven right uh, on Nuno. Or if he didn't employ Nuno and Paratici did, then he'll want to be proven right on Paratici. So I, I think it's his ego and his stubbornness that will get in the way. Like it gets in the way with the transfers. Uh, a team asked for £5 million more. You know, what, what right have you got to ask for £5 million more, he's saying? Uh, because yeah. they're, they're our player. We can ask for five million, five million more. <laughs> Fernandez, Grealish, Skriniar, even Tommy Arsenal was a couple of million pounds. Um, mm. His ego will stop him from sacking him unless we are dominated against, I feel, unless it's 2-0, 3-1. That's, that's just my personal uh, point of view. I hope we do. If we lose, I hope we do. But hope and believing in Levy are two very, very different things. Yeah, I mean, uh, Eugene said he doesn't care who the next manager is because it's basically the same story over and over again. But Brian, uh, what say you on this? Uh, yep. If he, I mean, do you see him going if we lose to Villa, or do you think it's like a Tommy only if we get battered? And if he does go, who comes in, or do you think it's like uh, Eugene and it doesn't really matter? Because I personally think Pochettino's coming back in a year and a half anyway because Nuno's contract is up, Poch's contract is up, no compensation there. That's what I personally think. But what do you think? Or do you think it'll be, it doesn't matter what happens against Villa, he stays and then Man United is the last chance and then the next game is the last chance. Okay, so let's start with the, let's start with the niceties. As, uh, whenever, <laughs> whenever, you, whenever you talk about Pochettino, you can only talk niceties because of the what he means to us all. Now, I love Pochettino with all my heart. He's given me, in my lifetime, the stories I can pass down to please God, my children, that my dad and my grandpa have told me at the moment and I can say we played great football the fan base was united we went a whole season without losing the game at home we came second we got to a chat well I'd, I'd welcome him back any day of the week as long as the parasite's not there mm. I would love it like when the parasite got rid of Ho Graham and brought in Hoddle I would mm. love it if new owners came in and they said right sorry Poch is in I will welcome it with open arms I will be as happy as they come I want him nowhere near this football club whilst that man is in charge and can put the knife into him as soon as he turns his back. That's what's going to happen. We all know it. And we've got managers within our history to look at it and say, this is going to happen again. It's not just me saying it. Um, listen, as I said, we could get Jurgen Klopp in and Peppers his assistant and we'll still be going through the same thing because nothing changes because of this man. Um, I... Does he go after Villa? He's kind of put himself in a place, Parasite, where if he sacks him, he looks like an idiot for hiring him. And if he doesn't sack him, he looks like an idiot for not sacking him. So <laughs> it comes. It, it, it's great for being in my situation or the way I feel about Levy. But when we look at it for the club, I think it all goes down to, let's just say we do lose. It's the manner in which we lose. If we come out and give effort, passion, commitment, and show that we are absolutely trying then he may get a bit of a, and say, oh, do you know what? You tried something there and it looks, that's a lot better. That's all we ask as Spurs fans. And when they cross the white line for 90 minutes, they give blood, sweat and tears. And they're not doing it at the moment. Um, yeah. So I think if we have a performance that does that, where we do and we lose, I think you make him a bit of time. If we lose, and depending on the score or the manner of the defeat, and like I said, whether it's in 
the parasite's head or not, the media, as we know with their agenda at Spurs and how they broadcast everything, will have an absolute field day. And I think with it being an international break, he hasn't got time to rectify it because he won't have the players for that amount of time. So if we lose badly, badly, I can see it happening. If, if, if it's a good performance, I don't see it. But like I was saying on uh, it was Tommy's stream yesterday when I first came on, I said, you know what? And I'm not joking here when I say it, and there's controversy. I, I would take Eddie Howe. I would take, I'm not saying he's my first choice. My first choice would be Ten Hag again, but you can't get him out of the club. There's no way Ajax are going to release him, and there's no way he's going to want to leave Ajax. Eddie Howe played some great football with a Bournemouth team that couldn't afford to buy superstars, that didn't have the array of talent that we're, we supposedly have, and if they use right, we will have. Who's still un unemployed. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Who's still unemployed, so he's easy to get at. Um, he could have had the Celtic job, but God knows what happened there. But we all say, oh, welcome Harry back. And we all know if Harry came back, we play good football. Well, Harry's not going to come back. He's too old. And there's too much under the bridge. Anyhow, out of the people that are... Because you're not going to get managers out of the club. You're just physically not going to get them out in October. At this but stage of the season, it's difficult, isn't it? Exactly, you're just not. Without having to pay a compensation, and that's where the rumour ends. We'll, we'll be linked with everyone again. Oh, yeah, we're getting this one, we're getting that one. But anyhow, is the viable one, whether you think, oh, my God, it, but look what he did at Bournemouth on a shoestring budget, um, and he's available. So I, I, it's going to be him or Mason, and who would you rather? How or Mason? I'd rather anyhow. Mason, Mason. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that's, your, your, that's your love of him, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That's, that's why his quote is in place. That's why his quote is in place, yeah. A couple of comments. Wayne is a... Can't see Poch coming back. Why would he want to come back to Levy, the prick? <laughs> and same old shit. If anything, Poch will go to Madrid. I just think that uh, the free compensation and the fact that Poch said he would come back. But I, I do agree with Brian. It's just going to end up exactly the same if he comes back to Poch. Uh, Danny's uh, said, unfortunately, I think we will not get better. We will not fight. And I think after Man United game, if we lost to Villa, Newcastle and United, he's gone, but not after the Villa game. I mean, that's just prolonging the agony if he ends up going after the I third agree. one. But, uh, I do yeah. agree. Uh, and, and Simon, uh, Eddie Howe stuff, he, he doesn't agree with that. But, I mean, he does play attacking <laughs> football, Eddie Howe, and he is free, isn't he? Um yeah, uh, and Ryan McFarlane, uh, Wilder or Howe, I think that means, we'll end up with Mason for the rest of the season. And and, and Danny also, is a, I, I'm sure you've seen it, Bob, request for you. Can you grow a Tommy Tash? I can't. There's something <laughs> weird uh, going on. There's something he's weird pleading going on with you. He's pleading with you. Yeah, I can't. I mean, even, even Eugene's got a bit of fluff. I mean, I can't. Mine, mine yeah, Gil, can't mine Gil can't do it. Gil can't do it, and he flaunts it. He flaunts it. There's a bit, there's a bit of alopecia going on around there, so I'm getting punches. <laughs> so uh, I, I can, I can have a bit of a, a you know, a, a tender, a nice soft touch, but it can't be like you know, perverted style like Tommy's got. <laughs> Sorry, Danny, I did ask now. It's back now. It's uh, uh, fully back now, almost. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Eugene. One thing I thought about yesterday is this: uh, Aston Villa have just gone to Old Trafford, one-one nil against uh, a returning Ronaldo and a United tipped for title um, 
challenges. We've on the back of three losses, only scored one goal, been battered in all three. Will they underestimate us and think that, that all they have to do is turn up and, and play like they did at Old Trafford and beat us and kind of underestimate us a little bit and maybe not focus as much on tactics and how to stop people like Kane, Son or whoever's playing as they should? Mm-hmm. Do, do you think it could work in our favour or do you think it's Dean Smith won't no. let them underestimate us and it will just be the Villa that went to Old Trafford, the Villa who have been playing all season, it will be tough uh, mm-hmm. regardless? Uh, to tell the truth, I don't think Villa will underestimate us, right? Because we've got Son, we've got Kane. Uh, they'll be prepared for us and they will know where our weaknesses are and they will know that our players don't run and they won't chase mm. after the ball just as long we get the bo- if they get the ball and they will dominate us and, you know, unless we change our men- men- the, the, the mental part of our game, right? And, and put in the effort, okay, to try to hound down the ball, press harder, Right, and try to get the ball back when we don't have possession, right? Uh, I mm, guess yeah. they will dominate us. But uh, like you said, the signs were there yesterday, right? We don't have that, right? We still have to rely on the uh, first team players to come on and to beat a side like Mura. Okay, it could have been just an exercise for the uh, Sonny, Kane, and Mura, uh, Mora, uh, Lucas, don't say Mura again, Lucas, and of course, uh, Hoybier, just to have a run around. And during that game, I think when Sonny, Kane, and Lucas came on, right? The players of Mura were like, I think they were scared. That's why all of a sudden they just sat back and they, they lost composure and we took over. So the only thing is, like I said, uh, in the Villa game, we're at home, guys. We're at home, okay? If It shouldn't be any excuse, you're right. Yeah, yeah. there's no excuse. If we don't turn up, imagine how toxic the stadium is going to mm. be, number one, right? But one thing I want to see, if we don't turn up and it turns toxic, right? I want the, the toxicity to be aimed at one person only. Mm. Here. Right? Here, here, here. How do I do this now, right? Behind me? Here, yeah. This. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can see it, right? Yeah, we know who you mean. We know who you mean. Yeah. So, Kane, is, Kane, isn't it? Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah. Kane. No, not Kane. The ball. <laughs> Enoch, yeah. <laughs> 62 and a half thousand people inside shouting Enoch out, leave it out, right? Mm. That will shake the stadium. Yeah, I mean, we've got a few predictions here. Uh, Danny said, uh, <laughs> Villa are going to spank us. I can see it now. Leon Bailey, if he's fit, will score one or two goals. Man of match performance to rub it in our faces that we should have got him. Uh, and Levy will once again be proven that he made yet another mistake. He keeps making mis- these mistakes and keeps getting away with it, doesn't he, to be allowed to make more. Uh, Simon, uh, no way they'll underestimate us. Dean Smith will have them well-drilled and pumped for this game, especially after winning at Old Trafford. Uh, I think that's probably the case. I'm just trying to be a bit... Po- I've had a month of being so negative on these things, two streams a week. I just want to try and be a bit positive. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I can't see them underestimating us. I mean, can you, Brian... Well, it, Villa, it, it, Old Trafford. it was at Old Trafford, wasn't it? Yeah, it was at yeah, Old Trafford. Yeah. So, uh, so, so, first of all, uh, I just have to say with the Eddie Howe thing, I'm not saying he's my number one choice because he's not, I'm saying who's available and would actually take the job. So, I just want to get that out there. Listen, someone said it yesterday, I can't remember what stream it was on. You gotta remember, Danny Ings always scores against us. He's one of those players, there's certain players that yeah. have certain clubs that they always score against. And Danny Ings just so happens to be Tottenham Hotspur. And then if he scores against us, the whole feeling, why didn't we go for him? We needed a second striker. It's There's so many variables where this can turn toxic. And then you look at Villa again, another way that this can turn toxic is obviously they had the Jack Grealish money. And look how they spent it. 
and they've reinvested and they've put back into the club. So there's another way where it can turn toxic. Now, what I've seen of Aston Villa, they played very poor against Watford on the first game of the season. And then the score didn't really reflect how bad they've been uh, with the, uh, <coughs> excuse me, with the 3-2. The but they played some very good football. And against Man U, it weren't just a smash and grab. All right, they scored in the 18th minute, but they played well throughout the game. Uh, Bob and I watched it together on match of the day after the, the Joshua fight. And they, they gave Manchester United a very, very good game. And they do have creativity in their midfield. They do have Bundia. They do have a, a few players in there that can, can cause trouble. Well, they've got Tyrone Mings and uh, the one I really want, the Spurs, but Konza. Konza. They're a very, very, very good team. People have got to, to realise that they may have lost their star player, but as a team and as an actual football club, they're, they're doing very, very well for themselves. They're a club like Leicester that are going in the right direction. They have a CEO who comes out or whatever his title was, Christian Perslow, where we've all spoken about how amazing it was when and how refreshing it was and he came out with the Danny Ings, uh, sorry, the Jack Grealish sale. Danny John McGinn, thank you. He's another great player. Uh, cheers, Danny. Um, so as it, wasn't the, a, it wasn't a smash and grab, was it, Brian? It wasn't a smash and grab. Not, not at all, mate. Exactly. It was the opposite. I mean, the header was a smash and grab, and then Ollie going out, it was offside, and of course he won. It was at United. Look, you, um, you say that, but you say that, but they did have nearly 30 shots, man, United, and Villa had six or seven. Yeah, but... But, 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 but mate, listen, we've done that to teams before. We, we, we've done it so many times. I remember games against Manchester City before Man City were where they were. When we drew two, uh, lost three two. When Gareth Bale scored that uh, amazing curling shot from outside the box, we battered teams. We used to absolutely batter teams. But again, going back to our strength in depth, because there's no replacement for Harry Kane, we didn't get the job done. It, you can have thirty shots. In, in all honesty, if they had thirty shots at them, look how well Villa have done. They soaked up all that pressure. They still played good football. They got an opportunity. They took it. I mean, forget the Fernandez penalty, which. Uh, like Bob Spurs said, I still think it's orbiting the... Uh, I think it's gone up. Do you remember there was a uh, Jason Punchin took a penalty against us for Palace? Yeah. yeah. I, 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 think, I think the balls were waiting to meet each other. It was that far out of the stadium. Um, but we can't underestimate Villa. They are a very, very good footballing outfit. And they're going in the direction we want to be going in. And we're going in the exact opposite. And... You put all these dimensions together. What with Danny Ings being there? What with them selling their star asset this summer? We didn't look what they've done to their team. They bogged it up. There are so many variables where even if we don't go a goal down, if we don't get off to a good start, the place is going to turn toxic. It's going to turn absolutely toxic. I, I, I'm extremely, extremely worried for this game. Extremely. Yeah, uh, a few more comments. Ryan McFarlane seems to know me quite well just watching streams. You sound like most of us fans drained of the club. I mean, that's not far off the mark. Uh, Danny's also said uh, Villa played better than Chelsea's well in that game. They lost three. No, I saw the first half in that. They had all these chances, and Chelsea, I think, had one. Yeah, yeah no, they were, they were very winning. good. They were the only very difference good, yeah. Chelsea took their chances, hardly had any that game. Villa didn't take their chances, which I, they I, can I said, be got at. I, I was watching it with a Chelsea fan and I said that, that they've missed their chances. Chelsea will get a few more. They'll take their chances and that's essentially what happened. But uh, Man United, I, I, I can't remember how many you said, Tommy, uh, 26 shots maybe Man United had, maybe slightly less. 30, but, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't have thought that many of them. I wouldn't have thought more than 10 were clear-cut chances. They obviously had the penalty, the goal, that, and yeah. the, uh, not the goal, uh, the uh, 
Pogba header, but I would imagine Villa said, we'll keep them at arm's length. If they want to have pot shots from far out, we, we, we'll be confident that the defence will block that or Martinez will save that. Um, but they play on the counter-attack, didn't they? Don't they? Uh, Simon said, uh, with our lack of creativity, Villa defence will have a field day of keeping Kane and Co quiet. They seem better set up at the moment. Um, I agree with that. They, they, they seem to have a plan. We, we, we don't seem to have a plan. It's kind of I mean, that Arsenal game with the three midfielders all over the place, there's no plan there. Whereas Villa have a plan, you know, sit di- not sit deep, but uh, soak up pressure. And then they've got, um, what's his name? Ollie Watkins, who plays on the left or the right. He's there running the channels guy. And then everyone joins in the middle for him. Um, but yeah, I mean, Tommy, uh, h- how, how do you think Villa will set up? Do you think they'll set up like that? Soaking pressure up and then being that we don't have that creativity or that we haven't seen that creativity, we'll lose the ball trying to do too much and too many passes and then they can ping us with uh, Watkins and, uh, 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 I can't remember the name, uh, Bailey Bailey, uh, and others, or do you think um, they'll come and attack us because we're vulnerable at the moment and that will leave gaps for us? Oh, they can mix it up, Villa. I think they can mix it up. I mean, with Buendia and Bailey, as I say, if Bailey's fit, he'll cause some, he'll cause some trouble. They can, they can do a bit of everything, Villa. But I believe if you get at them quickly, you, you can, you can beat them. I mean, Watford beat them. They scored three goals passing Watford. Never looked like scoring against us. So if you get at us, Aston Villa, you can beat them. Um, and, and we talk about twenty-eight shots from Man United. Look, we can't even get long shots. We can't even get the, we can't even get our players into position to get a long shot off. If we get half of those shots, if we have 15 shots against Villa, we'll score one or two goals because we've got Sonny and Kane around there. So um, I believe we can beat Villa. Uh, but the thing is, this is this is the problem. When I say I think we can believe Villa, people think I'm jumping on a Nuno bandwagon. If we beat Villa, don't think I'm on a Nuno bandwagon. Or he doesn't get any more. He doesn't get any more praise uh, to me. We should beat Villa with this team. Quite frankly, mm. uh, I know they've started off well. But um, it, Villa in general, I feel like over the season, they're probably not going to make top eight because I think Ings will get injured. I think Ings will get injured. Uh, he always does for about three months. And then without him, it's going to be a struggle. But, you know, thinking about it, think they still have Watkins. They do still have Watkins, but he seems to be playing on the left. They definitely have more depth than us. They, they certainly do. And I really do like McGinn as well. Overall, I think, I don't think we'll lose to Villa at home. Uh, and we can nick it. We can definitely, we can definitely nick the victory. If we can get the ball into Kane, if we, he's, he's, he thinks a second faster than any the most strikers in the world. That's what separates him. He's not the quickest Kane, but he's got the quickest mind. If you get it to him, uh, and he's got that second, he thinks a second faster than the defence. Get get it to him in the box. We'll win this game. But we have to find a way, find a way to get Kane and Son involved. Yeah, I mean. Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, Danny doesn't want to burst your bubble, but uh, that's it. So he hasn't actually said the but, so we'll wait for that with a uh, uh, <laughs> bait breath. Uh, simply ace. I'm going for Villa to beat us 2-0. Get a big feeling Nuno will play 4-3-3. Sadly, it'll be another shit show from us. I mean, like I said, if you can't get yourself up for an Arsenal game, uh, I struggle to see how you can get yourself up for any other game. Uh, Jamie Pretty, your your running buddy on um, uh, Spurs Eurasian TV, uh, Eugene Nuno strike two. Levy playing his get out of jail card every day. Uh, Simon has said they'll set up at uh, this uh, Villa. They'll set up with five at the back, hit us down the wings, and balls into the box to Ings. And simply ace again. Our back four gives us no confidence for us to build attacks. I mean, that's an interesting one, Bob. Do, do, do you? What do you think of that? Because we obviously have back four with Pochettino, but we had two people in the middle. Um, 
uh, Dembele and uh, I can't think of the other one. Uh, Wanyama or Dyer, who kind of marshaled all of that. Dyer dropped back into a back three when he didn't have the ball. That allowed Rose and Walker to go forward, give us our width. Uh, do you think it's it's something to do? We've obviously got wingers there, Tanganga, maybe not as much, but Reggion certainly. I mean, do you think it's just too rigid? You know, just you're oh. the back four, stay back, and then that doesn't allow us to build attacks. We've got that covering at the back, haven't we? You know, we've got Skippy and, and Hoiberg who, who've done well. Hmm. But it's a case of, like I say, it's the express expressive football that we've not we've not seen or not been able to put up against uh, oppositions. I, I'll go what what Brian said, a 2-2-2-2-3 two, 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 formation that gives us <laughs> extra play on the, on, on the pitch. That means we play with 12 people, got a very good chance. I'm like, I'm with Tommy. I think we'll beat that. 2-2-2-6-3 You say that, but football started with one at the back. They used to, it, used to, it started with one at the back, known as the pyramid yeah, system. Yeah. Used to be one four five, oh. one four five. That's what the. It doesn't matter about formations at the end of the day. Uh, you know, you have got to be in the front foot. You got to be able to pass the ball. Can't do either right now. Uh, but I'll be Tommy. I think we'll beat Villa. It's all about kicking on and how we beat Villa. If we beat Villa with fast, expansive football and probably also in the ten playing balls through to Harry Kane, fine, fantastic. Are we going to keep that formation against the likes of a, a Newcastle away and a Man United? I don't know. It's it's a case of showing confidence. And that starts from the manager. Manager needs to show a bit of confidence, a bit of aggression, a bit of positiveness. And then if he can't, then it's just going to reflect not only in our players, but our, our football, no matter who we play. So, um, yeah, we've got the players to beat Villa. I've, mate, I've, I've supported Tottenham for 41 years. I've never, ever said we're going to lose a game. You know, we'd win, we'd win every game in 41 years if it was up to me. Uh, but I'm always <laughs> going to go with a Spurs winner. There's always that blind faith and, and clutching at straws that you get with a Spurs Spurs man. Yeah, I mean, uh, Tommy, uh, Danny's burst your bubble here. In the league, we're 18th for goals, 20th for shots. Chances created from open play, big chances. Shot creating actions, distance covered, progressive carries, successful pressures. Uh, uh, he you said know, you just let that sink in. But I mean, there is one way to that. I've seen all that. I've seen all that. You know what you need to think in with that as well? And I think I think someone needs to do some research because those stats are worrying and they're frightening. But hmm. you remember when Arsenal, before the international break, had 0, 0.0 goals and we said if it was in the football pyramid, they would be 90 seconds. One plus. They said they would six. be 90 seconds in the league. I reckon if you put all those stats and checked every league, we would be very at the bottom of that league as well. That's the concerning thing. Obviously, Do you know the worrying thing about it? There is only one way to go there, though, isn't there? But again, uh, you haven't seen any kind of... Um, yeah, but this is Tottenham. We will find... If there's only one way to go, we'll find the one. We'll find the way we to do <laughs> other, other, other worrying stats. Other worrying stats. I think 83 of the 100-odd games that Nuno had at Wolves, in 83 of them... They ha they didn't score in the first half. You know, yeah, I, I saw that on TV. Uh, another another worrying there. stat: those those stats that we've just seen, 18th in goals, shots, etc., were very very identical to uh, to the to the wolf stats. So, like I keep on saying, I don't know why we're expecting anything more. Exactly. Yeah. I, don't I mean, uh, expecting anything more. Danny thinks Nuno will fuck up the formation and team selection once again. They will lose. He'll say it's his fault. Same old Tottenham boys. I mean, 
there's only so much you can say uh, it's my fault again uh, uh, but yeah I, I, I like Bob I always think we'll win we could be bottom of the league 30 games in no points we'd still win every game but I mean I've been saying that for the last month and the Chris guy so maybe I should just if we lost 30 games then we'll lost the well, one the last day we'll make a blind bit of difference we'll be relegated yeah. No, yeah, no, but, uh, but obviously the form would be through the floor. I'd still think we can win, but uh, yeah. but yeah, I, I've been saying we'll win all of these three games. And we haven't, so I'm not going to do a prediction today. But I'll ask you guys. Um, I'll uh, back out of that one, be the coward, uh, and then hope that. But you know, if we win the game against Villa, and I've been a coward, then it's happy days, isn't it? Um, but Eugene, uh, predictions for the game. How do you think it will go, and and what do you think will happen during it? Uh to me, of course, uh, being a Spurs fan for so long, right? Uh, we all—I'm always positive. Uh, I always <laughs> want Spurs to win. Um, I'll say we'll win by two-zero, right? Scores? Do you think Kane yeah. will? will, will uh, yeah. Do you think Kane will uh, carry on his goal-scoring form and start uh, in the league, uh, or, or do you think yeah, it'll be other people? Kane better score, right? <laughs> How many games has he scored yet, right? So what the hell? Is it? All right, so uh, being positive, right? Uh, yeah, Kane will score one or maybe a brace, okay? Just to be positive, yeah. I mean, Ryan McFarlane said, When do the players take some stickers collective as well? Correct, uh, absolutely. Uh, but they're all happy to write congratulations and stuff like that on a win on Twitter, aren't they? But when there's a loss, they seem to go missing. But you don't know what happens behind closed doors, they could, they could be getting a volock in. But uh, Simon said 2 1 to Villa, I mean. That is positive. We've scored a goal and we've only got lost by one. So that would be a positive, <laughs> but it would be a bad result. But, uh, Brian, uh, predictions for the game? Oh, you're going yeah. to the game, aren't you? So um, are, are, are you looking forward to it or, or are you nervous for it? Or are you just excited to go and watch Tottenham again? <laughs> and, and, oh. Or none of the above? So uh, kind of all of the above, but none of the above at the same time. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I mean, first of all, when it comes to the players, I mean, we've only got to look at there were no... Uh, first team players uh, that were signed in the summer that started the North London derby. Also had four and nine of the 11 started whilst Posh was there. It was clearly obvious that the players are the issue. But the reason the players are the issue is we have a chairman that won't sell them unless they get more than they make for. So it all comes back to him. But the players need a huge bollocking. But literally, it's because they just give it up. They just don't care anymore by the looks of it. Um, going to the game, yes, I'm more excited about how big the protest is going to be and let's start this movement going. Um, and I'm not going to predict the score because I've been woeful at these. So I'm going to do what you did. But what I am going to pray, I'm going to pray to any God that will bloody listen to me. I come back <laughs> to England once a year, but because of the uh, the pandemic, I haven't been out to it for two years. I'm at the game. Please let me witness a Tottenham Hotspur goal whilst I'm in that stadium. That's all I'm praying for right now because I've been so off with the results. All I want is a goal, Tottenham. I don't care if it comes off someone's arse. I don't care if it's its own goal. <laughs> I don't care if the goalie goes to throw it out and it goes. Just let me hear that ground roar when a goal goes in. That's all. I, that's all I'm asking for. Um, obviously, I want a Spurs win, but I've been so off with the predictions. I, I, I'm just going to go for that. My, my, my pray, my pledge to Tottenham to just score a goddamn goal. And knowing my luck now, we'll score an own goal. I mean, this is what happens, isn't it? You predict the scores and you predict a win and then we end up losing. Then no one wants to predict it. Uh, and people laughed at my 15 superstitions, but, you know. It's, uh... <laughs> well, we lost against Chelsea, so uh, at least you're down to zero again. You can start a new load. Yeah. 
The predictions in the comments are getting bare. One all from Jamie. So hopefully oh, Chris, start predicting. We might turn it around. Start predicting. We might win a game. Start predicting, man. Mm. I've been predicting. Jamie, agree for your prediction, Brian. You'll see a goal. Hasn't said whether it's an own goal or one of our goals, but it's no, a top goal. Scored by me. I'll score. I'll, I'll, <laughs> don't worry, for the bad performers, I'll try and run onto the pitch. Uh, uh, I'll go in the back of the net. I'll, I don't think, actually, I'm sitting in Simeon's seat, so I best not do that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Tommy, uh, predictions for the game? Uh, I think, do you know what? I don't think we'll lose. I think we'll nick it. I probably think we'll nick it 2-1 or 3-1. I think we'll either win 2 or 3-1 or lose 3-1. I don't think this is going to be a draw. We're a team full of pussies. We're a team full of pussies. So, uh, away from home. We've seen it away from home. We can't do anything away from home. We get to, when the crowd's against us, we're awful. Uh, the manager's a pussy away from home as well, the team selection he puts out. At home, we're okay, you know. Watford 1-0, we weren't too bad against Chelsea, beat Man City 1-0, beat Packers 3-0, beat Murillos. At home, we're okay. If it was away, it'd be a different matter. Because, um, as I said, we're a bunch of pussies. <laughs> uh, so I reckon, um, yeah, I reckon we'll either lose 3-1 or win 3-1. Uh, I think we'll score, Brian. Heads up, mate. I think we'll definitely, I think we'll definitely score. I'm not going to predict anything to with Harry Kane. Whenever I predict Harry Kane's going to score, he doesn't score. So I'm not predicting any goals from mm. Kane. Uh, simply Ace agrees, that own goal from Sanchez or Dyer. Uh, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if he goes back to how we played against Watford and Wolves, just so, so boring, just not to concede. But, uh, Bob, predictions for the game? How, how do you think it will go down? Well, I think you're on mute there, Bob. Yeah, sorry, I was uh, saying... Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think Tommy thinks they're a bunch of pussies. 2-1, um, Spurs, Harry Kane and Deli Ali. Just realised uh, Brian's favourite formation of two, 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 four, three sounds like his favourite Derry- uh, Danny song. Two, two, two. <laughs> and he put a smile on your face. It put a smile on your face. You see, it does fucking work. But yeah, yeah but uh, just to, just let people know that are watching this stream, I wasn't actually suggesting we do that. I was just saying I don't care anything but the four, three, three. So before the comments work. go, what an idiot, two, 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 Stanley Geary, yeah. It does work. It just, uh, yeah, that was just me being sarcastic for a change. I don't do it enough. <laughs> yeah, what would you think, Bob, on, on the actual, sc- maybe not score, but the game? No, no, well, I'm going to, to, I'm going 2-1. I'm <laughs> I think Kane will score, uh, Ali will score. And I think Ings will get uh, Ings always scores first against I know Southampton a couple of times. He's either got the equaliser or he's always scored first. So I think Ings, like like Daigle says, um, Ings will get the first or second goal. First goal will come back with uh, Deli Ali and Harry Kane will finally score tomorrow to make it 2-1. Mm. Let's hope so. Like, like I said, I'm not going to give a prediction on the score or anything like that, but I think we'll end up... Uh... He'll go back to just being ultra-defensive to try and not concede goals and then hope we can nick one. But, uh, you know, it, it's funny on these preview shows. I always get more viewers on the preview show because the expect not the expectation, but the hope is there. And then when we've lost, <laughs> they go down because people don't want to be reminded of it. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sick and tired of doing these shows where it's all negative, 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 and we've got to talk about how we haven't played well or haven't turned up. So let, let's just hope we get a win. Brian can see a goal. The fans you're not making, you're not making it up, Chris. You're not making it up. 
We have been shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, I know, but I'm so, so sick and tired yeah. of having to talk about it. Like long, you know, yeah. Pochettino Day. It would been a joy to do podcasts and streams uh, under the Pochettino days. But uh, yeah, th- thanks for everybody for watching and everyone in the channel. Make sure you hit that like, that subscribe button, and the notification bell. Uh, and that goes for all four of my guests as well. They've all got streams that will be linked on the description uh, on YouTube and also on Apple, Spotify, and wherever the audio podcast is. But uh, uh, Eugene, Spurs Your Agent TV, no excuse for people not to do that. We do like seven-hour shows, uh, one coming up on Sunday. Uh, where can people find Spurs Your Asian and, and what kind of stuff do you do for people who don't know? Okay. Uh, Spurs Your Asian TV, Sunday, 1 p.m. GMT. We're doing the crazy stream again. We're going to do the... Uh... Saturday review, uh, pre-match for Spurs and Villa. Then we'll go into the watch-along, then the halftime show, then, of course, the post-match reaction. Five shows in one stream this coming Sunday, starting 1 p.m. GMT. And, of course, I have the midweek show that we more or less start in the afternoons, uh, more or less like 2.30 or 1.30 to 2.30 uh, p.m. GMT, where usually I have some guests on from the India Spurs boys. So uh, let's see how it goes. And like what you've been saying, right, uh, Chris, I want to do a show where actually, you know, we're positive because every time I start a show, right, I always give out the positive energy to the team and all that. And they always been letting me down for the past three games. So I even had to do the superstition thing. Like, you know, I had to change my, 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 my streaming time to 3.30 GMT to do the watch along. It didn't work out. We were smashed by Arsenal. So I don't care now. I'll still stick to my 1 p.m. GMT shows. Right. But if the show overlaps into my time, then we'll do a watch along. All right. If not, who cares? <laughs> yeah, right. we we, we want to do shows where the first words from everybody on it aren't oh for god's sake we've got to talk about the game haven't we but uh, <laughs> brian tottenham on tour fairly new channel um yep. where can people find that and what kind of stuff do you do on there yeah i mean so first of all you can all look to doing a lovely f- show with uh, a load of enthusiasm over the after the villa game because we have a two-week international break so you can talk very very positive for two weeks because tottenham can't <laughs> affect us so uh yeah they can find me at tottenham on tour it's a new channel with me and Brian Ireland. Brian Ireland actually made his debut on We Are Tottenham TV last night. Thank God, it's the long-awaited one. Um, so, yeah, I will be... Uh, it's been a bit hard to get uh, live content out for me and Brian because Brian's back at work now and him being in Toronto and me being home in London is... Uh, it's cool, but we're going to do quite a bit of Sunday at the protest. I think, Eugene, I'm going to try and get onto your show. Uh, so when I, when I come in, it won't be long, but I'll, I'll come in and show you some. We're going to be doing a lot of stuff there. Brian and Ireland and I will be having a talk today or tomorrow about pumping some more regular content out. Obviously, uh, the main thing that we're going to be talking about, and it's something I'm part of, is uh, the Change for Spurs, which is the Twitter group, which is uh, kind of coordinating, let's say, the uh, the movement and, uh, and the protest. So I'm going to be there at 11 a.m. tomorrow, uh, tomorrow Sunday. Um, and they're looking forward to the game, but yeah, they can find me on Tottenham Tour and pretty much any channel on the YouTube circuit that will have me. Um, so yeah, but these guys, everyone here, are fantastic. Bosco and I have been doing a lot together and will continue to till I'm, I'm back in England. And yeah, just everyone give everyone a like, but uh, come and find me on Tottenham Tour, the home of the rant. <laughs> yeah, if, uh, if you want rants, uh, Brian's the uh, one to see, uh, yeah. Uh, he taught me well after the uh, coming what game that was, where I, oh, yeah. where I was on Eugene's in a right old fan mood. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't happy that day. But uh, Tommy, uh, Tommy talks ball. I was on there yesterday. I think Eugene was as well, and Brian. Uh, yeah, regular streams. Uh, where can people find that? And what kind of stuff do you do? You're you're trying to get more into the neutral streams. 
Is that right? I was, but about two people watched on Wednesday, so I might change that back to Spurs. <laughs> yeah, no, I might create, I might create a separate channel. I might create a separate channel because I don't think Spurs, yeah, Spurs fans want to hear that neutral stuff. So I might create a separate channel for that. So yeah, I mean, I always done mostly Spurs stuff anyway. Uh, and it's good to see. Look, Chris, you've been turned, mate. Brian has turned you. I've seen you over the weeks and months. You've been turned, man. You've definitely been turned. Uh, I, but no, I've, 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 I've always had the ranty gene in me. It's just uh, Brian's helped it explode and come out. The ranty gene, I like that. <laughs> I like that. The ranty gene. It's a goer. It's a goer. But uh, cheers for having me again, Chris. Uh, oh, so no basically, so, so as I said, I do mostly Spurs stuff tonight. I do what I usually do on a Friday night before the game. I have a I have a fan of the opposition club for the first half hour. So at half five, it'll be a Villa fan. He's from Canada, actually. He's a he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's got quite. A, Big Twitter following, so uh, yeah, check me out if you want to watch that. And then after that, at six, I get the Spurs fans on. So we have a we have a few Spurs fans on. We talk about the Murray game, as we did here. We'll talk about uh, be a preview towards uh, towards the Villa game on Sunday. So um, yeah, yeah. So half five, Tommy talks ball. If you haven't subscribed, get over there. And of course, before you do anything, let's talk Tottenham. Chris, fantastic guy, great host. My channel a lot as well. Um, I think you do Friday, Monday. So make sure you subscribe. Smash a like on this uh, on this stream too. Cheers, Chris. Thanks for having me, man. Cheers. I uh, appreciate it. You're always welcome on. All, all, all four of you, always welcome on. And uh, last but no means least, Bob Spur TV. Bob, uh, where can people find that? What kind of stuff do you do? Yeah, first of all, thanks for having me on, Chris, or otherwise known as uh, Mental Chris. Now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bob, Bob Spur TV, I'm doing my In The Wall show on a Saturday night and um, the day after the day before show day after a match so um yeah so this time my day after day before show will be on a monday and in the wall show is saturday night we're supposed to be doing a levy special uh but i think there's a few issues with regards to a couple of guests so that will be confirmed later on tonight but i'll be doing a, a show regardless looking back of the week looking forward to the villa game and uh, believe it or not talk about leading so uh, yeah that should be good Excellent. So you've got four channels there, five including this one. All the uh, uh, YouTube links uh, for Eugene, Brian, Bob, Tommy are in the uh, descriptions. Uh, also, if you can't find them from the links, their uh, Twitter handles will be on the descriptions as well. So no excuse for their channels not to get liked, subscribed to. No excuse at all. Uh, but cheers, guys. Always welcome on. Uh, always good having you on. Always good chatting to you, whether it's this stream or your streams. Um, and yeah, and the love of God, let me have something positive to talk about and enjoy doing a podcast on a Monday evening after a game, uh, starting with this Villa game. And, 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 yeah, I mean, get some goals for Brian, get Brian something to cheer about. Like, my yeah. fingers, my hands, everything's crossed. Everything. Yeah, I, yeah I, I don't mind swapping Brian where you can be the cheerful one, I'll be the ranty one. Just get some goals so he can uh, make that transition. Um, but, yeah, cheers, guys. And, and until next time, come on, Leave you Spurs. Up. Leave you out. 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 Thank you so much for watching. For everybody who participated in the live chat and added comments, before you go, please make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Anybody who couldn't watch the live video, you can still catch us on YouTube. Add any comments, suggestions, or questions to the comments section on the video. 
Anybody who's listened to the audio-only podcast, thank you so much for listening. Anybody who wants the audio-only podcast, you get this wherever you get your podcast from. Alternatively, if you go to Twitter, at LTalkTottenham, you'll find all the information there. We'll be back soon. We're live Mondays, 8pm, Fridays, half 12, UK time. Until then, come on, you Spurs! <laughs>